Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Navy. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Hello again, friends. It is I, Dallas Dwight, from the LA Maybe. You're watching your new favorite band, or listening, wherever you may be. With me, as always, my lovely co-host, Mr. Drizzle Silvera. Drizzle, how's it going? Oh, dude. I'm great. I say that every podcast, too, right? That's awesome. You do say that every podcast. Oh, dude, if I was any better. Yeah. No, I'm great. I've got my sparkling water. We've got some cool topics to go through today. And uh, let's see, what else? Oh, why don't we talk about our VIP stuff It's your birthday. It's my very merry on birthday. Oh, yeah. It's not actually, though. You're right. VIP. Head to lamaybe.com slash VIP. That stands for, you guessed it. Very important pimp. (laughs) I was... Thank you for rescuing me because I didn't have anything. You're welcome. I was thinking very important pussy, but that wasn't going to work. So yeah. um, that's a different thing. That's a different That's a different website. But if you go to lamaybe.com slash VIP, you're going to be able to subscribe for $7 a month. And that's going to help us keep this podcast going, help us keep putting new music on the table of rock for you at home. And uh, you're going to get good stuff, too. You're going to get early access to these podcasts by two days. You get them on Tuesday instead of Thursday. You're going to get extended episodes. Every episode's about, what, 20, 30 minutes longer? Maybe more? Yeah. We're still early in on this thing. It could it could go pretty crazy from here. You're going to get access to exclusive merch. That's coming really soon. And you're going to get uh, a bonus episode every month. So head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP. Nailed it. Wow, the timing impeccable. Really love it. I was thinking oh. about other things. I was just like, <laughs> what five is, divided by 13. What is the website he was talking about? trying to figure out the universe. And yeah. Then, <laughs> you're just yeah. over here like, what was the website that I, he was talking about the first time? I just had to remember very important pimp. And right. I didn't do it enough in a pinch, you know. But understood. Ah, I was caught drinking my water instead of my <laughs> catch you. Wait, go back. Go Sounds back to for me. the in- It's not even like it's not even right. I'd have to like take ready? It. See, I'm getting paid for mine though. <laughs> you have to do it yourself. That's funny. It doesn't work. I know, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh that that joke doesn't work for the listeners. <laughs> We're just drinking our drinks that we're endorsed by. Yeah. Uh, we're not, though. Anyway. All the Table of Rock. How is it going in your world, Mr. Driz? The Table of Rock? I don't know why I said that. Just just, just a general question. Man, I'm excited about Rock. Yeah. Um, it. I'm looking forward for that breaking point when the new Rock really starts to take off and people to like really go, oh, wait, there's amazing stuff, you know? It's starting to, and and it's it's yeah. breaking through still, but it it, qu- it hasn't quite hit that threshold where it's like, oh yeah, this is what I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally get that. <clears throat> I think we are still uh, maybe a little ways away from that. I don't know. Yeah, at least oh, a few oh, years. we're like sports announcers right now, just guessing. You know how they're always just like, well, he could throw for 500 yards, and then he goes out and throws for 100, and they're like, we don't know. Like, <laughs> well, if Greta Van Fleet, it's really interesting because what the, we've got right here, I'm going to draw a little circle. Right, <laughs> X's and O's on the board. If we look over here, dirty honey, dirty honey, Greta Van Fleet, and <laughs> the only names we seem to hear these days. Yeah, right. Uh, it's really funny when somebody comes up to me and is like, "If you're a Greta Van Fleet, dude." It's like, yeah, man, I have. It's like most people who like listen to just regular pop have actually heard of Greta Van Fleet. Oh, they're killing it. And that's nothing against them. Yeah. Good. They're killing it. That's good. That's good for us. That's good for them. It's good for everybody. It's good for the world of rock. Any uh, more rock, especially in my opinion, like vintage style rock that can break through to the masses is a good thing, I think. Oh, definitely. Hands down. Stop whining. They sound like Zeppelin. Although also, Greta Van Fleet, my message to you, stop saying you don't sound like Zeppelin. Like, what is that about? Like... We're really influenced by the Who. <laughs> I saw that in an interview. It's like, okay, I that's, mean, that's such an odd thing. But and, and and like, I'm not saying that to be mean or insulting. Like, yeah. embrace it. We get ACDC and Guns N' Roses all the time. And the analogy I used in uh, uh, interviews, people would always, you know, oh, you you guys sound like ACDC, or we we get sometimes comments and stuff being like, these guys just sound like ACDC. It's like, dude, that's like coming up to me and saying like, you play you play basketball like Michael Jordan. You suck. It's like. Wait a second. Like Michael Jordan doesn't suck. Michael Jordan thanks was the best the, of all time. Thanks for the like, compliment. Thank you very much. So that's usually my response when someone yeah. says, you sound like ACDC, you sound like this, you sound like that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because those are good bands that I like. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, I disagree that we're a clone of those bands. I don't, oh, I don't agree. And whole, I think, wholeheartedly, I, think, I disagree um, with that. Of course, I'm biased. But I think objectively, that that just can't be... Like that argument doesn't hold up. There, there if, is, if you get any amount of time, if you get more than twenty seconds into our album, like that argument falls apart. Like, 
There's a southern flair that comes out in our album that's specifically, you know, regional, I would say. Yeah. Obviously, we sound like rock and roll, you right. know, that, that could be accepted around the world. But there's there's this regional flair that comes out in our stuff that I... Interesting. I can't identify... It's not full-blown southern yeah. rock or swampy, but it, it but there's this there's this thing. Yeah. Uh, probably most present on When I'm Gone in Peace of Mind, <laughs> would you say? Oh, yeah. I don't know that that's so present on the others. No, but even some of the, I'd say even the way some of the riffs come across, you know, it's like, oh, it sounds like a rock and roll riff, but there's, there's a, there's a bend to it. There's something, you know, I call that swag Yeah. or, or, um, I usually use the word slinky, but, uh, like sleaze, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But to me, that's not Southern. That's more like, like LA glam. Yeah, Southern, but Southern yeah, yeah. So yeah, sure. It's so got that, or it's got that, but it's got, it's got like this little extra little thing on the tail end, you know? Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying. And I've heard that from a lot of people, so it's not just you. But um, yeah, that's awesome. Well, we sound like us. How about that? Yeah, we definitely sound like us. <laughs> uh, you that's know, just how it is. Um, and, and we do, you know, our writing styles, you know, come we, together. Yeah, we sound like what we want to sound like on any given song, you know? Yeah. As long as we agree we like the song, then we're, it's like, yeah, okay, good. Let's do it. There's no preconceived meeting of like, this one's going to be the ACDC one. Like, all right, now we need the warrant one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we keep going down the box, we need the YYZ. That's not. No, YT. YNT. Nailed it. Ah, I suck. Sorry. YNT is a good band, though. YYZ's Rush. My bad. Yes. Also, the Toronto Airport Code. Smart. Very, very smart. Yeah. And uh, what was that riff? Was like Morse code for something. I don't. That was Morse code for um, maybe maybe Y Y Z. Maybe that is actually Morse code for those letters. I don't remember. Oh really? Yeah, but there's some Rush does some heady stuff, dude. They're all uh, I know Neil Peart cerebral or Peart. So some purists would say Peart. Yeah, I know, right? That's that's what I've called his last name. Is what I say his last name is. Well, you yeah, you own it a little bit better than I do. I'm, uh, True. Tend, tend to be a little. Somebody's like, it's Pierre, and I'm like, it's Pert. Shut up. <laughs> so, it's Pert. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Zooms out. I'm talking to him. Like, <laughs> it's Pert though. It's Pert. Shut up. We'll play the drums. You you understood what I said. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yes, Rush. I, I remember watching their uh, behind the music or whatever they talked about. How they would, uh, when they got off stage, they would all go back to the hotel room and just like read books. <laughs> That's really, pretty dope, though. It is. It's awesome, right? Yeah. It's a refreshing change of pace, for one. But they were like uh, really, really different in a lot of ways and, and really cer cerebral. And uh, obviously, that comes across in their music. Their music's very technical and, mm -hmm. and crazy. When you start digging into it, that's why Alex Lifeson's one of those guitar players where it's like, I don't. There's a few guitar players where I don't. Um, I'm not saying their stuff is tremendously difficult, but it's tremendously difficult for me. Because it's just so out of like what I gravitate towards, dude. I remember starting to learn Rush songs because yeah. um, Alex is one of those. <laughs> For me, that it's just like Lifeson. Yeah, I was just like, I'm not. This is like, and, and the other one is um, Tom Schultz from Boston. Gotcha. It's just like everything he does, I would not have done that way, which is cool. It helps expand some vocabulary, but it's For just sure. like, yeah, yeah. If I were to solo over the same pattern, like I would never have done any of the notes he chose. You know what I mean? So, Not in a bad way. So Fred, Fred and Mikey were talking about uh, good musician buddies of mine, phenomenal musicians too. Well, and uh, you know they're almost as good as us, but you know they're okay. Yeah. If you like jazz, <laughs> I hope they're. I did that just because <laughs> I hope they're watching, and I know they're not. <laughs> That's but. why I said exactly what I said too. Yeah. No, uh, they're they're great musicians and, and great friends and uh, <clears throat> well, so well on the friend part, yeah, <laughs> just um, tearing it all apart constantly. It's like let me get through my point. Yeah, we were gonna do a rush rush thing for Ooh, for that just a little cool. bit, and and I had started learning. I think I had like four songs down, but yeah, what were the four? I can't even remember. Limelight was one of them. Limelight's um, one of my favorites. I don't love a tremendous amount of Rush, and that's not to say I hate it. I just yeah. never really got into it. So you I get jacked every time I hear Limelight. Though. I'm like, Duh, nah, nah. like just yeah, fucking yeah. like. Just part of me wishes it wasn't in a not beater though. Like, <laughs> I just want to groove without it turning around and having to make me like reset my head. You know, like yeah. That's always part of me doesn't care because I listen to Dream Theater for so. Like, I love so Dream long. Theater. I used to listen to Dream Theater for uh, like almost twenty four seven for an entire summer. Like. <laughs> Every that album, was, every note, like that, that was, was the summer that the, was the me for like two or three years. Like was, I, uh, I really got into them pretty hardcore. That was 2013 when the self-titled came out because I remember being like way into them when that came out. Gotcha, and that was really fun. Um, 
And then, yeah, kind of haven't listened to them lately. But they're still one of my top bands, I'd say. I've been listening to them lately with Joe here here and there, mm, which is pretty cool. His favorite is On the Backs of Angels, That's which is That's the off of first a, song. A dramatic Turn of Events? Dra- yeah. yeah, Dramatic Turn. And it's the the first song, I, I believe, that uh, their new drummer... Mangini. Mangini, you know. That album. So. so that album was the first album he drummed on. But there's a little asterisk there. Because Petrucci had programmed all the drums, and Mangini just came in and played what Petrucci wrote. So he he didn't write the drums. He didn't have a lot to do with the creative process, but he, it is like him physically playing. Oh, gotcha. The next wow. album, which I believe is the self-titled one, that's that's where he was really like himself the whole way through. Now, I'm sure he added a little thing here and there, but for the most part, like the ideas were already conceived. Yeah. Like the big the big parts. But I'd, say a dra- I'd say a dramatic turn in events. That was like the last Dream Theater album I really like listened to. Any Every Good album stuff. after that, I haven't really... And I've been so into so much, so many other things and, <clears throat> that, you know, dividing my time wisely. Yeah. Same so. same for me, but just the next one, the, the self-titled. That, everything before, and then everything after, like, not as much. Gotcha. Um, Petrucci's new solo album was pretty good. I had a, when we were doing our album, is right around the time that came out, and I had a nice conversation with the guy that did the album art for that album. Oh, nice. About doing our album art. Uh, it just didn't end up working out, but... um because uh, I love the album art for that Petrucci work. I like went down a rabbit hole finding out who did it and all this stuff and talked to him. He's a really cool guy. I talked to him on the phone for a while. And um, I was sitting at the gym, like in the parking lot, <laughs> and talking to him on the phone about the art and stuff. He's done a lot of good art, like for a lot of people. That's just the one that I saw that drew my eye. And uh, yeah, we, we didn't end up making it work just because just of the money thing. you know. Yeah. Premium artists come at a premium price. And we weren't at premium uh, status yet with money. <laughs> As yeah, but now that we're at premium status, you right? Know, now that we've been oh. premium status since the beginning of, of all time, that I <laughs> had to wink. Again, that doesn't play to the listeners, though. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're listening, yeah. So if you're listening, if you're listening, go to YouTube. Go to time code twelve oh seven. You're gonna see me wink at you. It's actually probably not exactly right, but so let you know that we're actually serious about what we're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah. No sarcasm here. I realized I was a literal wink to camera. That's not not good acting on my part. Everything's an act. We're Steel Panther, you know. Um, speaking of Steel Panther, they're all yes. over the place with festivals and all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, so, yeah. They're staying busy. Ugh. Man, festival season's uh, being announced. That's pretty cool. Not a lot to say about that. <laughs> not a lot to say about that for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Although we we will be playing a UK festival. Uh, two festivals in Europe. Yes. Um, one in the UK, one in Spain. We will be at wow. We haven't announced this yet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> now it's being announced. announced. Yeah, um, we will announce it soon. If you're watching this, congratulations. Hit us, hit us up in the comments. You're the first to know. Uh, we will be in the UK during May. You know about that. Some of that's already been announced. Uh, we will be playing. We'll be on tour with Kick and Valentina, our good buddies. Uh, they're from Atlanta, right around the corner from us. And um, we're super excited. We're both kind of going over there together. That'll be cool. Touring for a while. A uh, few dates. We're both going to the Call of the Wild Festival. Cranking out some tunes there. Although I don't know if they... I think they might play the day before us. We play Sunday on that festival. Uh, then we have a few more dates around the UK that we're headlining. That'll be cool. Not open for anyone. It's our show. Won't that yeah. be fun? Then we hop across the pond, kind of, not really, to Spain. Just a little hop and a skip away, and we're going to be playing the Music and Beer Festival in Ariates. I hope I said that right. Ariates. Dude, my last name's Silvera, and I can't even tell you. It's Ariates. I know how to pronounce it. Array just, of tits. Yeah, <laughs> array of tits. <laughs> tits. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's um, really cool. It's in northern Spain, kind of on the coast there. And uh, man, we're super excited for that. Yeah, music and beer fest. Beer music. music I love fifty percent of that, <laughs> and I've never heard music. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that's pretty good. So, something I've been doing. The past uh, week or so that I haven't done in a decade is listen to the radio. Oh. Have you listened to the radio lately? It's horrible. Yeah. It hadn't changed. It's the same. Yep. It was never good, but it hadn't changed. Because all I listen to is, you know, my music, streaming, whatever, and podcasts, mostly podcasts. So, yeah, turn on the radio has been kind of odd. Oh, I get to hear the radio every time I get in the car after my wife is driven. Yeah. Really? She puts on the radio as kind of her primary mm-hmm. thing? Does she? Do you know like what she's listening to? Do you have any idea of her listening habits? Is it just pop, like the 
top but just hits. one station and she doesn't change it, or when the commercials come, does she change it? Uh, so it's usually either um, the like two biggest country stations or okay. the two biggest pop, between pop stations. Yeah, gotcha. So she's got like four in the rotation. Yeah, I was listening to. Uh, yeah, we were just kind of flipping through the rock stations. At one point, I heard the same song twice in like two hours. I was like, there's a lot of songs out there, dude. Like, what's going on here? I don't remember what song it was, but um, I think that was one of the poppier rock ones. The thing with the rock stations, man, it's like, I don't know what happened, but they kind of stopped playing rock. You know what I mean? They started playing like... I'll, I'll tell you what's crazy, and I know it's because I'm getting older, but like the fact that like classic rock stations are now playing grunge... It's right. just crazy. Classic to me. rock, by definition, is what twenty five years. Is that what it is? You have to be a certain amount of years to be considered a classic. So every year, obviously, more things get lumped into that category. I think it's twenty five years, which well, at mean, this point is twenty twenty two. That's two thousand essentially. If we round up, what ninety seven? Yeah. So I mean, ninety seven. You're just talking like Nickelback first album and stuff, like, <laughs> dude, right? That's crazy. That's why it might not be ninety seven, but it's sometime around there, early two thousands. In the next few years, you're going to have like Three Doors Down and stuff being classic rock. No. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's wild. See, classic rock, I consider Zeppelin and stuff. I don't even... See, I don't even consider... Yeah. this. No, is, yeah. I don't consider it like, oh, it's 25 years old. No, I consider like it from the being being the time period where, where classic rock, that sound from like 75 to like 90... Right. 90 Interesting, 89. though. So for me, and this is just an p- opinion for me, a personal opinion, <laughs> I I think classic rock is like a genre and a sound, like you were saying, but yeah. I'm going to expand upon that. I don't, I, don't think like, I don't think like bands like Guns N' Roses even fit that. I think it's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash, yeah. and like Boston, and like REO Speedwagon. Like, that's classic rock. You put Welcome to the Jungle in there, all of a sudden I'm like, eh, that's more like rock, hell, you know, hard rock, hard metal rock, kind of yeah. thing. Like, I don't know that I get that it's lumped in there, but I, and I understand the classic word carries some weight as far as time is concerned. True. With that. True. You're talking about time period and rock. And then I guess, you know, who knows? You can go deeper 70s acid rock and you can break everything down into all these crazy subgenres. Never been a fan of that. I, I like what you're saying, though. Like we, we could try to like push the movement of like grunge will forever be grunge, even if right. it comes like a grunge band comes I think out it will today. anyway, you know? Yeah. But like more genre as opposed to like all of a sudden you're listening to a classic yeah. rock station and classic rock for me on. like I don't even consider Van Halen like classic rock I know Jump would be every classic rock anthem Panama that kind of thing but to me they're like they didn't have that sound like you're gonna put Ario Speedwagon on after Van Halen and call it the same thing like well I think or Eagles I think, you know I what think I mean? Van Halen in the day was technically like more like on the edge of metal right like and so hair, was Guns right? and all that stuff hard rock but yeah hard rock and they yeah. called it hair metal not Van Halen but. Uh, the glam, glam, glam yeah. that was all '80s. That started with Motley Crue, and um, went on up through that. Guns kind of bucked that a little bit. They didn't do a lot of the same stuff. They didn't sound the Which same, which was so dope same, to really. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big part of that, weirdly, was Slash playing a Les Paul instead of a Super Strat. <laughs> right. Everyone was just trying to copy Eddie, but Slash. I heard him say this in an interview just the other day. Actually, he's promoting his new album, and he was like, "Yeah, I just saw immediately like I'm never going to be able to do that. So I'm just going <laughs> to do like." I'm just going to go play like Jimmy Page licks, see what happens. That's <laughs> so awesome. that's what he did. He that's went awesome. back further. Everyone was going back to Eddie. He went back more further. Jimmy Page, Joe Perry, and just did that. And it just worked out, you know? Yeah. Everybody else yeah. was doing the Van Halen thing. I mean, that just goes back Which to is the really same. annoying. Like, styles always come back around, yeah. you know? It's all cyclical. It's cyclical in about a, a span of like 25 to 30 years or 20 to 30 years. Like style, music, everything. Yeah. Like the last few years, a lot of 80s styles have come back. A lot of 80s music has come back with the rock, of course, like us, but also the pop, like 1975 and stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely the pop. And John Mayer's new album, we talked about this a little bit last time. It's all kind of, it is all kind of cyclical. Yeah. Which I guess means that, we that's can predict like what's right coming next. That's like the <laughs> 30, 35 year cyclical period for John Mayer, if we're talking like like the Clapton era, he, he kind of. 80s, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Night Game. Tons of others. Those are the ones that come to mind. That kind of retro synth wave's real big. That's kind of got a retro vibe to it, um, even though that's a thoroughly modern sound. Ah, it's just got that vinyl richness, you know. By the way, I just saw this uh, stain on my shirt here. This yeah, is uh, I wanted to bring this up. It. This is from building this room we're in right now. This is a epoxy that we use to put on the floor right below. My feet are on it now. And, of course, some got on my shirt along the way. 
and I've had the shirt ever since. I, I actually think it adds to it. Yeah, you think it's cooler. I yeah. actually did it on purpose. I just kind of went, you know. It looks like you are almost going to go for some kind of cat, you know, right. wildcat pattern or something. Right. But uh, yeah, and then I scratched my skin and got what's that disease? Tetanus. What's that? Infection? Tetanus? Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm a I'm a scientist. I do I do so much <laughs> science. Dude, I do so much science. Dude, CDC gets their information from me. I do stupid amounts of science. I'm I'm so science, dude. You are the science. I'm so scienced out. Dude, I'm science, bro. <laughs> I'm sci- <laughs> How's it going? Oh, I'm science, dude. Like <laughs> person just like, "Oh, What's up, okay. Science, nice to meet you." <laughs> <laughs> they have no idea what to do. Like, All right, sounds good. Cool. <laughs> like Ah, so something we've been dealing with that we wanted to I guess just air our grievances on the air here. We we're having a hell of a time traveling right now. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, if, is gas gas prices aren't fucking you enough, right? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, this will be fun to to have this kind of on record, though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's bad out there, folks. But it's bad. besides that, we we're five guys, and uh, you know, we're we're in the market for a van. <laughs> we're in the market for a tour van. My so, forerunner has. Uh, Gun kaput. Gone its last mile. <laughs> it's taken us as far as it could take us. Well, well, it's just fine right now, but like you wouldn't want to be pulling a trailer like with five grown six, men and seven hours away from home. Like, oh, I mapped, shit. I mapped this weekend's run. It's 1,500 miles. Yeah. Something like that. And um, yeah, I just thought like that's uh, it's pretty nuts. That'd be, that'd be I figured if we had to take the Forerunner with the trailer and five guys in it, I don't think we'd make it to the first gig, and we'd have to turn around and come home. <laughs> we'd miss all the gigs. Some, yeah, someone would die. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just... Goliath's on the roof. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Shut up! That'd be wild. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. Anyway, we've... Uh, you, were, you were talking about um, uh, how you were bragging about not having an accident, though. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Funny okay, story, so... though. The same thing happened to me. You first, and then I'll go. Oh, yeah. All right, so... Yeah... Foss was like, I, I had my GPS like pulled up, and he's like, yeah, yeah, dude, dude, just like, let me hold it for you, and I'll hold it over here. I'm like, dude, it's like way more dangerous for me to look over your lap at your phone over there than like just just holding it, you know, right here. Right. Like, anyways, and he's just like, I was just like, dude, I've never been in an accident, bro. Like, yeah, I've never been in an accident. Well, just like, when was this? Pump, huh? When when was this run? That was the December one. Yeah, so I guess technically I'd been rear-ended by that point. True. Yeah. So I was trying to remember when that was, because we did another run like that. That would have been the September ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So I guess technically, yeah. Okay, so anyways, I'd been rear-ended. Not my fault. Right. Usually right. rear-ending, being rear-ended is not your fault, usually. It's it was really, really hard to prove that that was your fault. It was 100% not my fault. Right. Like, there's no way, yeah. And, the and dude, on the, dude on the who, way to my house, and you were like, I don't know, 100 yards from my house. Like, dude, literally, <laughs> maybe a quarter mile. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so your house, you like, right off over, the exit. The yeah, I still came over. Cause, but you were like two hours late or something. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And we were we were going scouting. We were going to be scouting the, the music video shoot oh, location was that was at the for? dairy farm. The how, how, was it how? I think it was, yeah. Howell or how? How? H-O-W-E. Side note real quick on that, On that, if you want to know what we're talking about, go uh, to the When I'm Gone video. You can just go lamaybe.com slash when I'm gone. And um, it's the, the field, the big fields we're in with the piano. And I think I'm standing on it for a shot We're or playing with the rain as well. Right, the all rain, the rain shots. All that, yeah. all that was taken in the location we're talking about right now. Yes, so... Anyways, yeah, I had been rear-ended, but uh, since then I've had a, que- uh, a car accident that uh, was kind of like questionable, at, you know, who is at fault. Right. So, you know. So you. Huh? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, questionable, like yeah. like disputed. Disputed. I feel like yes. they're all disputed, except maybe a rear-ending. Um, anyway, yeah, I had, uh, but that was funny because you were like, I've never been in an accident. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. I didn't I, knock on fucking wood. That's uh, what happens. That's what happens. You're right. You got to knock, knock on wood. That definitely had something to do with it for sure. Even if the only wood you got's in your pants, <laughs> knock on it. Knock on it. It's just it just feels good for one. <laughs> That's such a weird thing to <laughs> Not say. Not if you knock too hard. Though. Not if you knock too hard. Uh, yeah, same thing happened to me. I was like, I've never been in an accident, and then I remember the one accident I've been in. I uh, 
as it was happening, uh, she she turned in front of me. I'm coming through the, inter- the intersection, running the yellow light, not red, yellow. She turns in front of me, also trying to run the yellow light. It's like, just wait and then go. Nope. Had to go at the same time. And as I was about to make impact, I was just like, well, this is it. <laughs> this is the one. Can't say, uh, can't say that anymore. And that was a that was a big old slam, dude. Yeah, dude. And then I told I, we talked about this in the podcast. Yeah, we talked about this. Dude, we're gonna get to yeah. a point on this podcast where we've talked about everything, and we're just gonna be like, "Oh, we said this before." Like, that's that's where like Are we already there like, at episode twelve. <laughs> that's where actually like being out on the road is gonna be great because like content's just gonna be constantly true created. So because we're gonna be it's gonna be fresh too because we're gonna come back from the road and pretty much come straight here. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, you know, I couldn't couldn't brag that anymore. Um, Karma's Karma's a bitch. I can't you know? either. That was twenty November twenty. But we did get we did get the stand for the, for the phone. You know. Uh, yes, Amazon. Yes, nice. <laughs> the funniest thing is what what it's named. It's Q U I F U T A. It looks like Quifuton. <laughs> <laughs> is that really what it's called? You yeah. would know. I don't know. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, Quifuton. Quifuton. <laughs> we good at holding Guys. phones. I got this great idea for a brand name. Hit me with it. Quivaton. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think the other guy's like, absolutely not. But he's like, yes. <laughs> yes. The main shareholder's like, yes. I fucking love it. I'm all in. Take all of my money. <laughs> Come to find out he was going through a bad divorce and it was really a stab at his wife. <laughs> Quivaton. Does your phone need holding? Quivaton. I went a little dark there at the end. <laughs> it's like, uh, did we talk about the ratings voice for movies? The, uh, I, the, I don't know. The ratings voice for movies, the voice is higher, the more family friendly the film, and lower the worse, right? So it's like, rated G. And then it's like, rated R. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, man. Yeah. I can't imagine like rated X would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> just, pig, just metal pig squeals. <laughs> it would just be like, what is this? Rory. <laughs> I can't even do it. My Just voice. My, <laughs> nope. My voice does not let me do that kind Dude, of stuff. Oh, speaking of funny sounds, driving in the car the other day and a truck. <laughs> this makes me laugh. Maybe this is just me. A truck drives by, you know, as they do. And uh, it sounds just like something. It sounds like a pod racer out of Star Wars, dude. It literally drove by. It was like, <laughs> that's those air brakes, man. Dude, I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's those air brakes. Yeah. Dude, I've I've heard that many times. As it drove by, I was like, "That's that's Star Wars. That's a pod racer." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I don't want his gas bill. No, nope, definitely not right now. Lord knows it. Hey, yeah, I think it, today is the day gas has hit an all time record high. It's getting there for sure. I don't. Yeah, know. nationwide, I, nationwide all time record high. And uh, I saw it said average as well. Yeah. Average among the whole nation. Yes. Average among the whole nation, record high. Nice. Love it. Um, Yeah. This is the perfect time. Perfect time to buy a van and hit the road. Yeah. God, we're stupid. V8. Those live streams are looking real good. Four-cylinder? Isn't that fuel efficient? Nah. Give me a V8. Damn. Man. Maybe we should just live stream for a while. Just lay low. (laughs) Come see us in the comfort of our home in our pajamas. Dude, live stream some concerts. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be pretty Live cool. stream every rehearsal. Just every word's bleeped. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. Oh, Can't shit. say that. Can't say that. We're canceled. <laughs> I'm surprised we get through these podcasts, to be honest. I know, right? But what we're at least doing is giving enough ammunition for cancel culture to go back in time and be like, right. it was acceptable then, but questionable now. Questionable now. Yeah. No, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we understand you did what you did uh, during the rules of that time, but yeah. we judge you by the rules of today instead, yeah. and fuck you. Dude, I just know like this podcast is going to be like one of those 30 years later. Like, yeah. Oh, that's true, because we don't know how it's going to evolve. You know? Yeah. Or uh, what I hope happens is everyone just gets so fucking sick of it all and just goes... That's happening already. Uh, just say what you want. Yeah, that's happening just, already. Yeah. Pretty much people are just being like, eh, I'm not... I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? It just hasn't caught up to the rest of them. It's really interesting, and I'm not getting political, and I don't want to talk political because I don't care, and it's never fun. Yeah, I don't care what side of the aisle. Yeah, but it's interesting that with the Ukraine Russia thing, 
how fast the COVID stuff has disappeared. Dude, Putin solved. I, that was my favorite meme. Right? It was like it was like Putin receives Nobel Peace Prize for solving COVID. Yeah, right. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, that's so interesting to me because you have you you'll have a hard time not at least admitting a little bit that it was kind of like all in our heads. If that makes sense. Not right? all in our heads, of course, but because if it was so serious, like it would still be like you would still be. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, we went through some serious patches in that. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Not definitely. Serious. And it, ha- it wasn't anyway before it was, it was getting better before this. Thank you, Omicron. But this was just like kind of the, the nail, you know, and it's just kind of like even in other countries where they take it a lot more seriously than we do. They're just kind of like, I guess we're done. <laughs> you know, which is nice when you have to travel overseas too. like, yes. like, yeah. Hopefully, it's been, it's ten been day pain. quarantines and all that craziness. Yeah. Twelve day, fourteen, was, see, whatever country. Kinda, you know, that was kind of getting lifted anyway. I think, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Before it was do not travel because of COVID. Now it's do not travel because of machine gun fire. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah, I'll wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Oh, it's pretty crazy. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. I don't want a bunch of comments in here being like, <laughs> you know, a little Chewbacca there. Um, speaking of travel, though, we do have some upcoming shows we're stoked about, and and actually, by the time this comes out, we would have played the shows. So um, they went they went great. They were amazing. They were phenomenal. Um, you know, my I, favorite part was when I did that thing. But you always do that thing. But I guess it was a little more special it this was time. So cool. Yeah, it was pretty. Sp- it was but do you remember when I pulled that that thing out and then twirled a couple times and then lit my dick on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Wait! I tried to hold it together so bad. What'd you pull out? What was the the thing? You know, <laughs> I th- I love one of my favorite types of comedy. Dude, is misdirection comedy, where you're just like, uh, and of course I can't think of an example now. But you're like, come come back to me. Call on someone else. Call on someone else. <laughs> I'm bombing. Save me. Yeah. So, anyways, um, but yeah, after this this last run, you know, uh, that we were um, on, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Kevin's house was not as big as I thought it would be. Yeah, Sorry, come Kevin. on, Kevin, get come a bigger on. house, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, we are going to be at the time of this recording. We're going to be in Huntsville, Alabama, at a place called Side Tracks on March 11th. That's a Friday. See you there, Alabama. Then moseying on over to Biloxi, Mississippi. Actually, it's technically Ocean Springs, Mississippi, uh, Gulfport as well. All three of those places are kind of all. Next to each other. We'll be at the juke joint there. Destin. Destin, not really. We'll, we'll be near Destin. It, yeah. Um, it's uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida on Sunday. And we will be at a place called Downtown Music Hall. That is close to Destin. That is close to Pensacola. They're all kind of on that. That's the big name that people would know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fort Walton Beach. I've been to Destin. Never been to Fort Walton Beach. I played Club LA in Destin, which is the big, the big rock club. Dude, fun fact about Florida. Let's hear it. The highest peak in Florida is the... Well, it's... Wherever I'm standing, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was like 300 some odd feet. Um, That's which crazy. Is the lowest, lowest high point peak, yeah. of all 50 states. Okay. Yes. That's is that is a fun fact. Yeah. I'll do you one. I'll do you one cool too as well. Good. Good sentence. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> the southern. I'll do point. you. <laughs> I'll do you now. <laughs> Before I talk about uh, this next thing, I have to say this funny thing that my friend Daniel used to do all the time. You know, when you get <laughs> anytime we'd kind of get in an argument, he would always end it by saying this and it would just make us laugh instead of saying like, dude, I'm going to fuck you up. He would just, <laughs> I already know where this is going. He would just Daniel. Like, dude, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we would just dude, immediately whatever we were mad about. We just start laughing because he gets so aggressive, like pointing and like, is that new one? Why don't you suck? Fuck. <laughs> that was you and me, right? Yeah, we came up with yeah. suck fuck, right? Yes. God, that's awesome. When did we come up with that? I said that a few not a few weeks ago. Not on here though, right? Or yes. I maybe when we were yeah, when we were setting up. Yeah. So we were coming up with funny combinations of cuss words. And suck fuck was a pretty solid one. <laughs> and we 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 used it like kick rocks, you know? Like get out yeah. of here, beat it. Yeah. Why don't you just suck fuck? Like, all right. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, that one had... I was gut laughing for a while on that one. Yeah, tears. Yeah, tears. So, southernmost point of the continental U.S., little geography. I love geography, actually. Do you know where it is? It's one of the keys, right? It is. Nice. 
It's Key South. You know your Key. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good guess, but it's Key West. <laughs> God damn! It. I don't think there is a Key South. I mean, like, that's what it should be called. If it's the southernmost. Yeah. Key West, Florida. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Northernmost point of the continental U.S. Can the you continental? Like yeah. the contiguous? So not, so not Hawaii. Not contiguous. Continental. Continental. Uh, it would be somewhere. I forget the name of the town in Alaska. Yeah, Barrow. Barrow. Barrow, Alaska. I've yeah. been there, too. So I've been to both of them. <laughs> you went cool. to Barrow. You flew into Barrow. Yeah, we went to Barrow. I was a kid. I was like seven. You, you would have had to have flown into it. It was like a little tiny plane, and then we bust like on an old school bus from there to the actual spot. And there it's were signs like a, everywhere that were like, beware of polar bears and stuff. My mom didn't get off the bus. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Dang. Uh, we went all over Alaska. Though. I've been to Alaska two times. Not three. Two. So that was awesome. Damn. That's a, it's a cool place, dude. It's very different. Yeah. My sister very lived wild. there for three years. Military, That's right. Military. Yeah. I talked to her about that. That was cool. Yeah. Not a lot of people live there. Like, it's uh, not, a, not a dense population. I forget what it was. It's, People yeah. forget. So you go to Texas and like all the merch and like tourist shops is like everything's bigger in Texas because Texas is a huge state. You go to Alaska and everything there is like fuck Texas. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. Like, everything is like every shirt's like Texas sucks. We're the biggest. Like I'm not kidding. Like every that's shirt. wild. It's so funny. Like not as rude as I'm saying it, but like it's all like funny saying. Yeah, like they, they could just be like, no, we're the we're the biggest. It literally, state. is like it's like it's like Texas is like shit. Like it'll be like a picture of like how Texas is compared to Alaska. Alaska is if you don't if you've never looked at a map, if if like and compared how big Alaska is. If you take it and put it on the United States, it's like the entire western side from like Texas to Washington to the Dakotas to California, like that whole section. Yeah, that, it's, it's massive. It's unbelievably massive. Whoa, was that me? Oh, yeah, yours died. <laughs> Mine died. <laughs> what do you have your battery better saving thing on? Uh, you're right, I do. I forgot oh. about that. Dude, that's two weeks in a row, man. Come oh. On. <sighs> All right, so you won't be seeing me. Put me in the corner. <laughs> I'm going to spank you. I'm going to go stand over here for a few hours. Just finish the podcast over there, like facing the wall. You should be back in a second here. I'll let you know when I'm up. All right. Uh, but yeah, isn't that crazy how big Alaska is? It's also funny that their merch is so tongue-in-cheek. Have you, you ever been? use up and big in the same sentence, but yeah. <laughs> Have you ever uh, been? No, I haven't been to Alaska. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Sweet. Oh, whoa, whoa. Get out whoa, of there. Bro. Get out of there, settings. Yeah, no, I haven't, but uh, I would love to go to Alaska. Okay. Uh, any place that has very few people, I love. It's cool. I like playing in front of a lot of people, but like when I'm not, yeah. you know, doing shows and stuff, I do like to be away from it all. I agree. Alaska is a good place to do that. Um, the the like scenery is just absolutely stunning. Well, you know, anywhere, any state that I could live my ultimate dream of peeing off your back porch. Yep. yep. Followed by shooting something somewhere in your backyard. Just shooting. Yeah. Off my back deck, yeah. <laughs> there we go. And if something happens to be, you know, eaten later because I shot it. <laughs> Human, you know. Or not. Doesn't Coffee, naked as fuck. Coffee, piss. Just start shooting shit. <laughs> there you go. You have like a war, you have like a, a Civil War cannon. <laughs> Just like lighting it. <laughs> that would be me. That would be me. Launching into like a pond. Naked. Oh, okay. Naked, naked is important. Yeah, very naked. Yeah. Yep. You're doing all this, but the camera zooms out, and you're in just like like Queens, New York. <laughs> just houses everywhere. And then you're like, just surrounded by cops like, in minutes. Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Can we get a Civil War cannon? Legally, yeah. It doesn't have to be Civil Wars. Any cannon like that. I yeah, just say can, Civil War so you see it. You can head. legally get like howitzers. You can get all kinds of shit. Okay. Yeah, can we awesome. buy that tank that's in uh, Rock Hill on the way to Lake Wiley? You know the one I'm talking yes, about? Yes. Yeah. Can we buy you, that one? You could buy a tank, yeah. A couple hundred bucks? Yeah. A couple right. thousand maybe tops? A couple blowjobs. Ah, inflation is probably 1500 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Gas probably. is going to cost more than the tank, yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> How big's your tank? You think, think you're talking about gas tank? <laughs> you roll up. I don't hold about six men. <laughs> you roll up in a. Tank. We just roll up to gigs in a tank, just fucking like. Oh, dude! We come out of the top with a guitar, dude. We just like crack the the greatest code. greatest stage intro ever. Yeah, it takes us twelve hours to make a two hour drive. <laughs> we're just like, but when we show up, though, yeah, but we're in a tank though, and you we we have to, we'd have to have dummy rounds, maybe live rounds if we're big enough. <laughs> My first band ever with Daniel Kyer was called Live Round. 
Nice. Isn't that fun? Uh, what, were, what were your band names coming up? I want to hear all of them that you can remember, and I'll give you mine after. Uh, so mine, mine was a little different. You spent a lot of time doing bands. I had one particular band with the full name, I, and I did. I'd, so Silvera. Well, that's cool. That was my last name. Shitty um, last name. Keep very shitty last name. That was David Leota. And uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like some, some some of those guys. Wait, and the band was called Silvera, and everything. Yeah, it was, was called okay Silvera. Cool. Yeah. Um, Were you like the lead singer and everything? I did end up singing a good bit for nice. that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I actually sang Uncle Tom's Cabin in that too. Nice. We did a couple house parties um, and really just jammed. You know, it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, we had Fall of Ashes. And that went for a long time. Um, that was the main one? That was the main one. That went for a long time. And um, yeah. But the cool thing about Fall of Ashes is the same members also played for an artist. So we got to go to different churches and play different churches and stuff oh, like gotcha. that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's got some seat so, time. Oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of, lots of time doing that. Nice. So. Uh, practicing with in-ears. That was a big one. Ooh, nice. We got to practice with in-ears. Uh, so the guy, you know, um, and I'll, I'll shout him out, Chris. He was kind of like, he was Fred's dad. Is Fred's dad. Was Fred's dad. He was Fred's dad. Fred's dad. <laughs> Some shit went down. Demise. He's not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Fred, I shouted him out early, earlier uh, as being an awesome Right, musician. as being a terrible friend. Yeah, and a right. terrible I remember friend. you said, yeah. yeah, your words. So um, anyways. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me clearly miming over you. He's a terrible friend. Like <laughs> your mouth clearly saying something different. <laughs> Not your voice at all. Yeah, right. Here, let's try it. You ready? Yep, here we go. He's a terrible friend. Oh, you said it though. I didn't say it. Oh, what'd you say? He's an amazing friend? Well, I I, I said he's a terrible friend. Great hair saying it. Great hair. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, so anyways, he uh, he built a studio for us in the garage, and oh, that's so ISO cool. cabs for the amps, ISO Whoa. booth for the drums, we had a digital console, we had in-ears, year, everything, and uh, and I don't, I don't know, I don't want to know how much he spent, <laughs> the fact, Probably and he had a lot of, he had a lot of that gear as well, but, uh, you know, I got familiar playing with the ears there, mm-hmm. um, learned his entire album, we would go out and play it, and then play our own stuff, you know, for our band, The Fall of Ashes, and Oh, so he built that for you guys to practice, like as his band with him, as his band with him, and 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 we got to use it for our band as well. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. And he also played some stuff with us too for for key parts and whatnot, which was cool. That's awesome. He he likes their music. Great player, right? Oh yeah, phenomenal keyboard player. Um, Yeah, just only plays deathcore though. That's (laughs) if Chris heard that, he'd be like, "That's the only." I know his reaction. His reaction would be like, "That's the only drawback." (laughs) Other than that, a phenomenal player. Wouldn't even say anything. He'd just be like, "Well, he doesn't know me at all. So that'd probably be really <laughs> awkward." <laughs> but my my experience was a little different. Mine was a little more like traditional rock and roll, like garages, amps, loud, terrible, you know, all that stuff. I remember, I remember f- distinctly. I was a kid playing in my garage. My my little Behringer amp turned like all the way up. Probably sounded horrible. I was playing Rocky Like a Hurricane. The garage door was closed. Played it a couple times in a row, and the neighbor comes over banging on the garage. And I open the door and he's like, this sounds great. And he walks back. <laughs> Dude, I remember having, <laughs> so I was one of the only kids in high school who had a half, a half stack. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked didn't have a half all, stack for a long time, dude. I worked all summer long to save up lifeguarding. Wait one so, second, though. Were you singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long? N- no. Oh, never mind. No, I was, uh, I was singing the Kid Rock song. Okay. We were trying different things. <laughs> I wasn't singing Sweet Home Alabama. I was singing about singing Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> I didn't have a half stack for a long time. I still kind gotcha. of don't. I guess I do. But you oh, were the kid that had it. Like the real like tube? It it had real tubes. Yeah, it was a 100-watt Line 6 HD 100. So That's right. We the, talked about uh, this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my neighbors loved it when I played because, yeah. you know, I didn't suck. So, in yeah. fact, um, I got called virtuoso of... At least the first twenty-five blocks of Regent Park. Nice. So, that's awesome. Yeah. My, um, I remember I was playing. <laughs> we went over to the drummer's house. Of, uh, you know, <clears throat> we could never find a singer, never find a bass player, barely find a drummer. It's just me and another guitar player most of the time, just writing stuff. And then when I met Daniel, it was us writing stuff on a computer, so we could do the drums and bass that way and record it, and that was fun. But before that, 
It was just two guitar players. One time we had a drummer for one gig. We went to his house to practice. We were practicing, take a break, practicing, take a break. And I remember his mom came in and was like, you guys got practice more. What are you doing? Play more. Like, and I was just like, that's so not used to that. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. My mom was just like, oh, I'm glad you like it. I remember we were rehearsing Out to Get Me. <laughs> and the drummer, Tommy, he's a good drummer in the school, but like a metal guy. And he was like, you know, in the, in the song, it was the... They won't touch me. Where's that part? He was like, "Well, I'm gonna do this." Like with a double kick, and we were both like, "Dude, that's awesome!" The ceiling, more like. But yeah, that was that was cool. The very very first band was Resurrection. Yeah, it was Resurrection, and we couldn't decide whether to use two S's or two R's. It was that bad. Nice. That would have been nice. probably eighth grade. Ninth, eighth grade. Had to have been eighth grade. Ninth grade, maybe. <clears throat> and then I met Daniel, and that was Live Round. So I guess Resurrection was technically the first, but that wasn't really a band. Neither was Live Round, really. Although I think we did play a gig. First gig ever would have been with Live Round. Um, I wore the tightest leather pants. <laughs> they were so tight, I couldn't wear underwear with them. <laughs> it literally wouldn't fit. There was no, like, it, it looked like they were painted on, dude. It was awesome. <laughs> You got a picture of this somewhere? I, I do. And, oh, and my, my God. And my hair was dyed black at the time because I wanted to dye it black for Halloween, and I, I thought I bought like a week or a day one, like a spray. Oh, shit. And it was like black for like nine months. <laughs> That's amazing. My dad was super unhappy. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> and um, anyway, that was a fun car ride home. And uh, <laughs> it's real blonde now, you see. It's always been blonde, but dude, at this point, the hat like it's barely on. Like, why do I even wear it? I don't know. Keep the back half of your head warm. <laughs> yeah, it's just what I need to be more warm. There we go. How's that? Looks really nice. Really Sweet. Good yeah. Uh, after live round, I think I was in a band, a pop punk band called Never Been Better. I still like that name. That's Never a good better. Yeah, Never that's a better. great pop punk band name. A lot of uh, the names of my first... So I released an, an electric guitar like solo album in 2016, and a lot of the song names are band names that I was uh, in. So there's Live Round, There's Never Been Better, maybe a couple others. Uh, there's one called Kyer, dedicated to Daniel. <clears throat> he helped write the melody for one of them. Anyway, uh, after Never Been... Some of these didn't last very long, though. I was in a jazz fusion group called The Theorists, with a bunch of guys from my music theory class. That's why we called ourselves that. We were like, we should start playing gotcha. with like two saxophone pretty players. Original. Like uh, the keyboard player I was telling you about that was unbelievable, but didn't know anything he was playing. It was one of the craziest things. Yeah, yeah, seen. right. So good. But it'd be like, play a C. Dude, also, his name, Akintunde Warnock. That was his name. No. His dad was but... a professional Christian comedian. <laughs> it was super cool. Like he has a cool story and a cool name. This dude could shred piano, had no idea what he was playing. That's wild. It's crazy. We'd be like, yo, we're in C. Play a C. He's like, I don't know. And we're like, well, just play this. And he just, like, perfect. Like, all over the, like, not just, like, chords. Like, it was so good, dude. It was crazy. I don't know how that's even possible, but he made it happen. We want to battle the bands with that. Uh, I was in a pop punk band of my, uh, like, the first serious band I was in was, was called Marry Me Joanna. And um, I like that name, too, for a pop punk band. It's a play on marijuana. But I thought Mary Joanna was way too gotcha. obvious. So very, Mary, very Mary, obvious. Yeah. Mary me, Joanna. And I, when I made the logo, I made the O and Joanna a wedding ring. I love that. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Played a lot of gigs. Played Virginia Beach. Uh, when we played Virginia Beach, somebody came on stage right before we started playing. Like, we were literally like, let's go, one, two. And the guy was like, hold on, hold on, hold on stop the show. Playing like a house show. Uh, just want to let everyone know real quick. Uh... They found a body burning in the, in the ditch, like maybe a, a mile from here. Um, I guess let's all just say a prayer for that. Anyway, uh, go on. And like walked off stage and we were like, uh, <laughs> the fuck do we do now? Should have like totally used that and be like, that's totally metal. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Pretty insane. Not really. Uh, and Virginia Beach is an awesome place. I love it. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, it is great. But that was uh, that was fun. First time, you know, touring. Um, that that tour, the second we were supposed to play Virginia Beach, Charlotte, and then home, Columbia. The Charlotte gig, we didn't get to play because our drummer wasn't eighteen, and it was the milestone. Blows. And we got there, and he was like, "You guys can't play." And we we're like, "Dude, come on, man! Like, we're on tour, dude." <laughs> it was a weekend run, you know, and uh, we're in our own cars and everything. 
that was fun. Uh, that that was you know we recorded two albums like in a studio like have you know we did we did the whole thing, and that was my first real band experience. That was I was eleventh grade I think, and then senior year. Nice. And then when college started, I started Osara with some friends. So that was my next big band, and that was again the same kind of thing: gigs, tours, winning battle of the bands. We opened for Saving Abel, which was really fun. Um, that was the battle of the bands we won playing Hot for Teacher. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that's yeah, good. that's awesome. <laughs> and then it earned me the nickname of uh, the Van Halen of Columbia. <laughs> There's a couple old school guys that that saw that probably remember that, but that's been a long time. That was probably like 2012, and we recorded with Rick. You know, did all that stuff, and then after that, I stopped, kind of did my own thing, and then did the Journey tribute, which led to this. So this yeah. would be my third official real band, I guess. Even though I've been in a bunch of little fake ones, but yeah, I've been in a bunch of little yeah, consider tributes and stuff along the way. Went on tour with an Allison Change tribute. You know, played El Paso, Texas, and. With Deftones and stuff, like all kinds of crazy stuff. But. So mine took an inter- interesting route, you know, mine, I got in heavy into the audio engineering side, like right. live sound and and then broadcast mix and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm very thankful to have that background with what I'm doing now. Yeah, it's hugely helpful. It's magnanimously like helpful. <laughs> I, I don't have a better one than that, I don't think. It's atrociously helpful. <laughs> this guy doesn't English good. By the way, <laughs> he doesn't English good. <laughs> this guy no talk nice good at all. Well, nailed it. <laughs> and then got to say nailed it at the end. I did want to say before we before we uh, ta-ta the regular listeners here, we, we have new music and we're going to be playing it at these shows. Um, by the time you see this, you would have missed it at these shows, but... Come out to the next show because we're playing new music. We got two new songs that we're going to be playing live. So wanted to let you guys know that. But until next time, we will see you casual listener later. And it is now time. Sayonara. Have fun. All right. VIP. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally Grateful, so thank you.